0: Welcome to the Amphenol Frontline Podcast, where we share success stories and best practices of Amphenol management throughout the corporation. This episode features Gary Ahn, Group General Manager for Amphenol ICC Commercial Products. Gary was one of the first to confront the challenges of the COVID-19 outbreak in China. We discuss how he organized his leadership team at the onset of the outbreak, how he has safely gotten his factories back online while protecting the employees. And we talk about his personal story of dealing with the worldwide repercussions as together we combat the coronavirus pandemic around the world. Gary, you were part of really the first group of Amphenol management, general managers in particular, that had to face the challenges of the coronavirus pandemic uh, in China with the outbreak as it initially occurred in China. That was a few months ago now, so it's been going on for quite a while. But can you tell us a yeah. little bit about what that was like for you and your team at AICC?
1: Yeah, actually, it's quite a difficult time. Um, I mean, it, it's growing coronavirus thing, things, you know, starting happening in China, um, you know, back to uh, later of January, um, which is an outbreak actually started in a city called Wuhan, which is in Kubei province. Um, so you know, good or bad, because you know I'm in mean, Chad New Year time, this is myself people movement during the holiday time. So, um, you know we we what we did is we tried to reorganize, you know, I mean, according to government control measurements, um you know we tried to implement the quarantine. We tried to get our logistic you know uh, support to the employees because they've already back to the hometown. You know, we, we do all kinds of different things, but I think, this is, you know, the key thing is we try to figure out how quickly we can be, resume our work mm-hmm. so we can get our factory up and running again, you know, right after this.
0: Because you're used to having to deal with the Chinese New Year shutdown every year, did the timing of that help or hurt?
1: Uh, basically it depends on how you will it. Um, actually from a uh, isolation perspective, yes, definitely that will be helps in in terms of trying to slow down the spread of the you know coronavirus um, because you know I mean it, it, they the government actually on purposely to making the holiday you know uh, two weeks longer. Mm-hmm. so you know people can stay where they are trying to control the spread. Uh, the bad things is since we are in the lockdown in you know, a lot of different areas in China in a lot of different cities there's transportation being stopped between the cities and between the province so basically making our re- you know resume of work getting extremely difficult
0: right so what was that process like getting back to work so
1: what 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 basically you know since the china taking a wear stream measurement um so they basically asking you being you know, every company in order to resume to work, you need to making an official application process, mm-hmm. which is including three major content inside. Firstly, you basically you know first way, which is you need to using the people you have, or they've been staying inside the local city. Mm-hmm. So as the so kind of first run. And second run, you can have people Came back from the non-center, you know, uh, you know, uh, province, which is the, uh, except the Hubei province, which is, you know, center outbreak. Um, so, it, and then the other province, when the people came in back to the local city, which is really a, a difficult thing because of most of the transportation, public transport being stopped. And so we, we need to implement, and plus we need to implement a fourteen days quarantine outside our facility for yeah. those people returning from the non-center outbreak, you know, location. Um, and the, the you know actually the the employee from Hubei province having not been able to coming back because Hubei is in completely locked down, right. You know, during this whole process, in order to do that, actually you know, issue of the sites, which is we have a ten different sites you know inside AICC in China um we basically starting a very formal process to manage this so we were we started to organize a you know company level you know um you know managing committee to organize the whole you know the event which is to mobilize you know you know our you know leadership in terms of trying to putting all this different you know control management and you know safety management in place right so we do believe, you know, this type of, uh, you know, pandemic, you know, requiring a significant leadership from the top, uh, which is, I think, we always put, you know, I, I, we collectively as a company, we always putting the employee safety as the number one, you know, priority here. Um, in order to get this whole thing organized, we need to set up a clear, you know, standard and procedures in order to for each of the sites, you know, to handling, you Know this whole you know, um, you know, pandemic here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, the, I think the most important things here is two things. Firstly, is so called a self discipline, which is we trying to giving you know uh, enough of training uh, to the employee, and also, you know, hopefully the employee can pass in the message to their family as well. And the second is we, you know, taking a street you know, a measurement on this, you know, quarantine process. And plus, we're basically providing all kinds of different, you know, protection, uh, so-called personal protection material available for people to use.
0: Just want to get into that a little bit then. So you you started to touch on what you've been doing for your employees as they stum- start to come back online at the different facilities. And talked about PPE. Can you go a little bit more into detail as far as some of the rules and regulations that you made sure to impose on the factories once people started to come back in?
1: Okay. Uh, firstly, you know, when the people started to come back in, we talk about, you know, thousands and thousands of people. Right. 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 So, but but uh, however, you know, we do uh, putting, uh, you know, very strict, uh, you know, procedure in place. So when the people coming out, from, you know, come back from outside to the city, which is you know local city people already starting work as the first run. Right. The second run, the people come out of, you know outside, which is need to be implemented a strictly you know 14 days quarantine. Right. How we do that? It's uh, basically we cannot put in those employees inside our facility to do. The quarantine. Even we have a dorm inside of the campus because we don't want to have any event to surprise the you know the virus. Mm-hmm. So we basically putting them out in uh, outside the location for this 14 days quarantine. Um, and plus, basically each of the facility taking a stricter control. Like a, you know, we have a so-called a daily you know health declaration you know from in every individual employee by a, you know by a developing app. And we basically implementing a temperature checking, uh, you know, I mean, actually every person needs to take in five times, you know, temperature checking. That way, you know, we can also, uh, we are also using a bar you know, technology. So we can automatically, you know, recording the individuals, you know, uh, I mean, so-called temperature history. And then... They, they also need to, every day, actually, this declaration thing is happening every day. So mm-hmm. every day before the employee come back into the facility, before getting to the gate, they need to finish in this questionnaire, which is, you know, we call it health declaration. You know, um, and then basically we want to make sure they're really safe in, the you know, 12 hours or even 16 hours of when they're out of the facility. And that the way to go, trying to making the facility is a very safe place to work.
0: It's probably safer than out in town, huh?
1: Exactly, giving yeah. the people is more comfort, you know, working inside of the factory. Um, in terms of personal protection, you know, equipment. Actually, we we buy all the different kinds of stuff. We have a we we basically requiring every employee have a mask on before they walk into the facility. Um, and then they don't take it a must off until they have a lunch, and they have a dinner, or they have some, you know, special demand which is they need to asking for. Um, and then so we basically also trying to implement, us, you know, a enough so-called social distance, mm-hmm. you know, uh, even we putting the people on the pressure line. Right? And, um, you know, when people doing some, you know, uh, you know, eating, so for example, doing a lunch and dinner, so we basically providing a physical barrier in between, which is we're using a lot of partitions, you know, to separate each other. I see. Yeah. And we also trying to increase our communication, you know, uh, frequency, which is we communicate with individual employee at least this two or three times a day. Depends on, you know, which way and then the specific situation. However, we using using, uh, you know, our, our apps, you know, online apps to helping to do this communication.
0: Okay, yeah, I was going to ask you how you did that a couple times a day. So you use an app. Is it something you developed yeah. or is it just something that was available?
1: No, there's, there's something available in China in the WeChat, you know. And however, we we basically made a little bit, you know, with the, the apps. So we could using as more effectively, right. you know, it, with our you know factory environment.
0: So a lot yeah. has obviously changed in a short period of time. How much of this is all of this still actively going on in your factories there? Oh, today
1: the, yes. all these things are still going on. We are uh, we still putting this so called uh, you know I mean employee housing number one focus on. Okay, right, right. and that this is a top down you know initiative. You know, every employee need to be strictly followed. And uh, we, we basically not only, you know, for our own employee, we also have the you know, our supplier visiting procedures. We have emergency first responder, you know, I mean, plans and action and training going. We basically have a rehearsal of this, you know, emerging first response, you know, procedures, you know, every other week.
0: There's a lot of stuff that you've done, a lot of things that you've done in your factories to make sure that the business is, is safe and as healthy as possible. I know though that you personally had quite the ordeal as all of this starting to go down as well over the last few months for, for yourself and your family. Can you just tell people a little bit about your personal story involved with all this? Uh,
1: <laughs> I mean, Chris, the past three months period have been very difficult, right. um, you know, from the, for me, okay? I, I basically, um, you know, went back to China right before China the new year, and then, unfortunately, I have been a, not able to coming back due to this whole, you know, coronavirus things in China. So I basically end up spending, you know, eight weeks in China, and uh, it, back to, you know, I'm, I'm trying to take a plane, you know, back to home in mm-hmm. Canada. So, uh, you know, which is taking plane actually is very you know, painful things to do these days. Right. Uh, I, I I went back to Canada on March 13, with a 15-hour flight, including the transition time. It's 20 hours in total. Uh, I basically put in two layers of a you know physical you know, surgical mask on, and I have a protective glasses, and I, I have not eating anything, including even not drinking water during Jeez. the whole 20-hour you know I mean period. So. I mean, uh, I, I I personally a little bit shocked with, uh, you know, Lake off so-called a prevention measurements uh, in Toronto uh, Airport. Yeah. That there's even no people even, you know, taking so-called a temperature measurement. Um, um, it, 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 you know, nobody really asking any serious questions, you know. I mean, uh, I, I just feel, you know, this whole thing's just started in North American side. Uh, people haven't exactly realized how serious this could be, or how how bad it could be.
0: Yeah, I think we're we're just starting to realize that in the last week or so. Unfortunately, I know you're very passionate about this, and you've been committed. And you were the one one of the first ones on the front line, so to speak, uh, helping to lead the way for Amphenol and showing how this is done, how you manage a situation like this. With all the actions, though, that you and your team took, how have the employees and the plants done as a result of all this?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty good result. Um, I mean, in general, um, we don't have any positive case at any of our plans. Um, you know, I mean, Iran, China, Um we're basically able to, you know, keep running and manufacturing the product, you know, that needed by our customers these days. Right. And we're supporting them. And um, it, I mean, we, we basically have a bunch of things we learned from the whole process. Yeah. Uh, as long as we need to really putting a lot of efforts effort, focusing on the detail, when we talk about the procedures, we talk about action plans. We talk about a committee we could talk about a rehearsal we talk about a, you know PPEs I mean every single small detail definitely will be helping us at the end I think that's the part of the reason we are we can achieving this type of a
0: result so you really think there's going to be a lot of lessons learned that can help everyone moving forward absolutely Gary again thank you so much for taking time to do this I think everyone who's listening to this very much appreciates not only you taking the time to do this but you also showing us the way and how to work with our Amphenol facilities and our leadership teams and everyone in our facilities to combat this as best we can and fight the COVID-19 pandemic in our factories and in our corporation. So thank you very much, Gary.
1: Thank you very much to have me. Thank you, Chris.